You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. So, uh, do we think we have our shit together here now? Our shit is together. Well, people, I think that's how we're going to start Geekiest Show ever this week. We're about as good as we're going to get. Um, it's together, but it's fa- it's pa- falling apart, so we got to hurry up and record it. <laughs> well, I get it together, but then they keep moving the deposit area for it, so, you know. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I never quite get my crap together, but, uh, yeah, so, um, we're back to three people now. Yay. Everyone is mostly healthy, I guess. Uh, is that a Ramon song? I want to be deposited. Um, oh, that's sedated. <laughs> I want to be, wanna you want to be sedated? Yes. Okay. Mike uh, wants to be deposited though. Right. Yeah. No, I'd rather be sedated. Um, yeah. So we're back to, I, like I say, three mostly healthy people, um, uh, I'm just kind of suffering through the cold here because it was nine, minus 19 when I woke up this morning. And I think God. it's only up to, I think it's still below zero yet. One thing says minus five, the other one says minus six. It's still freaking cold here. Um, and we got, the wind is blowing outside, of course, and we had some snow on Friday, so it's blowing that around. We're really just getting sick and tired of winter, <clears throat> and they keep forecasting that most of March is supposed to be below normal temperatures, so spring cannot get here, but if I ever find that damn little groundhog, I'm going to... That groundhog that lied. Asshole. Yes, little mm-hmm. bastard. Um, so we're in the 30s. I mean, we had a beautiful day today. Uh, it was about 37, I think, the weatherman said tonight wow. but it was beautiful actually went out it was nice we're supposed to be getting some snow i'm looking outside right now i don't see any i think we're still the donut hole mm. we might get one to three earlier in the week they predicted more like four to six but that went down at least for us it's heading more south and east than for us so it's it looks like it's going to be in the 20s Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays then heading back up to the 30s and 40s for the weekend and next week. So I'm like, okay. Maybe by next Saturday it might be it get up to 31. Last time it was up above 30 was February 1st here. So uh we've been But keep named. this in mind. Keep this in mind. This is really important. Next Sunday we're going to have an extra hour of daylight. That's right. I got the notes and the show notes about it. Uh, Okay, let me be pedantic here now. We're not getting an extra hour of daylight. There's still the same amount of uh, sunshine during the day. We're just somehow shoehorning in an extra hour into the day. Um, Yeah, actually, that's my daylight. uh, My uh, uh, oh, need a character name for your pedantic voice. (laughs) Mike shifts into his pedantic voice. Yes, I can. Actually, every day it's the sun is out (laughs) longer. Yep. Until we get to June twenty first or twenty second, and then it starts to head backwards again. It starts to wane. Yeah, but but it's uh, nice because the was it gets dark. It gets dark here at around six o'clock now. What was it? Sunset here was five forty six, which means next week it'll be about six forty six. Yay. So maybe that'll help with my mood a little bit, having a little bit more light into the evening. Although it won't matter much because for the next two weeks I'll be working days, so I'll be getting up at... Uh, in the dark. Four, yeah, in the quarter dark. after four in the morning. So, yeah, I won't see the sun. 
dark uh, either way. Yeah, yeah. And the opposite side is I'll have to go an hour longer before I see the sun after I get to work. Okay, I've been putting this off, but Melissa, what's the weather like? Here, here? <laughs> you know, I was like, hmm, should I say anything? Because you're going to hate yeah. it here. Because uh, I so. just before we sat down to record, I had to turn on the air conditioning. You are <laughs> kidding me, right? <laughs> no, well, I'm serious. Kevin probably has his on too. So well, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know what, Kevin? I was thinking of you, man. As soon as I pressed the button, I was like, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn it on, and I can hear just Kevin going, ah, because <laughs> <laughs> okay. it got. I, I was like, well, so, so a little bit of background story. So I pulled a muscle in my leg, and so I'm like limping around, and I'm in a lot of pain. So you might hear my, my ice moving around a little bit there. That's my ice pack. Uh, <laughs> So I'm extra, I'm extra hot and bothered lately because of this, this extra pain. So I'm like, is anybody else hot? And I go and I look at the thermostat and it was 74 degrees inside the house. And then I was like, well, we'll open the door because I was loath to turn on the air conditioning. And then my son was like, yeah, it's just, it's hotter outside. I'm like, oh crap, that's already, it's already here. We didn't get to enjoy that very much. So I looked at the weather. So yeah, it was 74 inside the house. It's like 72 right now. It's, it's starting to cool down a little bit because I had to bump it down a couple degrees. But uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be seventy five tomorrow, and then eighty two on Tuesday, and eighty eight on Wednesday. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yes, it sounds it does. wonderful, but it's just ugh, I'm not looking forward to it. It's too soon. It's too soon. We we just yeah. had like a nice winter, and there was freaking snow here. We actually got snow the other week. I think oh. I told you that last time there was a coating of snow on the ground. I was like, you know, it lasted for all of like three hours, but. It, <laughs> And I would have paid to see people driving that, but uh, well, that's just it because you know damn well it's going to bring out all the the idiots and the asshole drivers. And we had a, an appointment that was about a forty minute drive. Well, normally it takes about twenty to thirty minutes to get there, but you know damn well it was going to take like three hours because somebody was going to screw it up and you know close down the highway or something. So yeah. You okay. wouldn't have seen much. You wouldn't have seen much. It wouldn't have been worth much. So okay, that's kind of disappointing. Well, and, and speaking of, well, it's not exactly a disappointment. I finally found the resolution to it. But I had something I was telling um, uh, Elisa before we started the uh, podcast here. Um, so basically, I I have a Plex server set up in my house for storing my music, pictures, movies, all this kind of stuff. Well, and I have a Plex Pass, which gives me extra stuff to do with it. Well, I got an email from them saying that they are now partnering partnering with Tidal so you can the music service so you can have uh it, it'll be incorporated into your Plex server so you can listen to your own music or you can switch over and listen to Tidal on your Plex server. I was kind of hoping when they said it was going to be incorporated, I was kind of hoping they were saying something about filling in the albums you don't have. I was hoping that it would just kind of blend together, but you kind of have to go from your Plex server to the Tidal, but it's all within the 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 program there but anyway so i i downloaded title i'm trying it out for 30 days we'll see if i keep it i don't know if i will or not yet it hasn't it hasn't uh, made itself important enough for me to kick out one of my other music services so but anyway i'm sitting there what music do i want to listen to and there's they suggested meatloaf and ooh, i like ah, meatloaf. that's funny Yes, and I haven't listened to him in a while. I thought, oh, that'd be good. So I'm listening to it, and there's one song of his I particularly like. It's uh, called "It's All Coming Back to Me Now." So I said, well, I want to stream that one. Well, I said the only way you could play this song is part of a uh, uh, a streaming radio station. You couldn't just play it by itself. I went, well, okay. Um, 
And I kind of like it, and I didn't want it being you know restricted that way. So I thought, well, I'll go out and try to buy. And I like everything digitally. Uh, I'll download it, put it on my Plex server so I have it safe and uh, be able to have it there. Um, well, I went out there, and I couldn't find any MP3s of that um, um, record anywhere. And so I'm looking around. So finally, I... Uh, then I started looking for uh, CDs, and they were a little hard to come by. Finally, I found one on Target. I've ordered it, and it should be here next week, and I'll rip it and put it on my Plex server. And so this is uh, its the on the album Bat Out of Hell 2. I already have Bat Out of Hell. And then I thought, well, why not complete the series? So I bought Bat Out of – no, the one I bought was Bat Out of Hell 3. Um and then I bought Bad Out of Hell 2 on Google just before we started downloading. So I'll have all three of them there. So I have all three of those albums. But um, You really like Meatloaf. <laughs> yes, I do. Well, he's, uh, yeah, he has, well, okay, he has very that's a, in- that's a lot of Meatloaf. It is, yes. And he has very interesting song titles. Um, well, oh, yeah. songs are interesting. Uh, you know, another favorite song of mine is Objects in the Rearview Mirror Are mm-hmm. Closer Than... Uh, appear closer than they are uh yeah so yes but yeah but i like his style and everything and so yeah i i do like meatloaf the artist and the dish um but anyway so you know i just uh and i i went to i looked and i found out that there was some uh legal hassling over that third album because he his usual uh uh, collaborator Jim Steinman. He wasn't on that one, but they were using some of his songs, so there was a legal hassle of some sort going on. So apparently, they couldn't get the rights straightened out for streaming. But like I say, I finally got the album. I'll rip it. But you know, so I guess you know, I do love my streaming. I do love you know digital music. But sometimes you just have to go old school on some of this stuff and just have to get yourself a a CD and you know uh, the song the albums or the songs I really like I'm going to buy and download um, because if I decide to quit streaming or if these services go away or something happens the songs I really like I want to own them uh, absolutely I agree a hundred percent yeah I'm yep. the same way I'd rather just rip everything yep I own it and sometimes if you look on Amazon it's cheaper to purchase the CD and they do auto rip on a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So it's cheaper to actually buy the CD than it would be to buy the MP3. Right. And if you don't want the CD, you know, so as soon as you purchase that CD, you can immediately download the album. So once the CD arrives, if you don't want the physical copy, you can toss it or give it to somebody. I keep it. But yeah. you have that option of, you know, donating it to a library, whatever it is you want to do, because you have that copy now. But I agree. How many times have you gone on? Apple Music or Spotify or whatever, and you want to listen to a particular song that used to be there, and now it's not. Or they gray it out on an album. Maybe there's 10 tracks, but you can only listen to eight of them. Because for some reason, the other two, you don't have the rights to listen to. Right. Ever since The Lion King, I have been very distrusting of those kinds of services. I'm pretty sure it was The Lion King. It was one of the Disney movies. And this is switching to back to movies a little bit, but it's the same kind of concept where it seems like you could you're, you're not buying it, you're not owning it, you're leasing it. Even if you're paying, you're plonking down the money. So let's say that movie costs nine ninety nine. I'm just going to make something up. Let's say it costs nine ninety nine. You paid your money, and then you want that movie because you want to watch it whenever you want to watch it. Well, then there's licensing restrictions, and I I have to wonder if that's why sometimes you might see something that's grayed out. Like maybe there's some some kind of licensing snafu oh. that happened 
where they had to yank it from the database. And that just, that pisses me off. And ever since that happened, because it happened when it didn't happen to us, it, you know, it wasn't something that affected us, but it was something that made me pause and think about whether or not I was going to start investing any kind of movie, any kind of money into buying digital movies because at the time we were in the same kind of situation. We had little kids. Even now, I mean, they're they're still little. They're not they're not yet teenagers, but they still like to watch things over and over again. Even my husband likes to watch things over and over again. I don't watch necessarily things over and over again, but music, of course, you want to listen to that over and over again. It's not kind of a one one time deal. But ever since that happened, I've been very very uh, cautious about any kind of movies that I that I buy, thinking well. Like I bought for a gift, I bought him Guardians of the Galaxy, and I just thought, well, you know, I'm spending the money on this now, but what's to say the licensing doesn't get pulled or expire or something like that in, say, 10, 15 years from now, and it's a movie that, oh, yeah, let's sit down and watch this, let's reminisce, you know, it's, it's something that's nostalgic. And then it's not in your library anymore. You're like, WTF? Well, like, what, well what it what's should be is if you paid for it, you paid your nine ninety nine. And then they come along and they go, we're pulling the rights. Apple can't have this anymore. There should be some way of Apple saying, but Melissa bought it. So yeah. she has right. a copy in her library and Mike bought it. Mm. He has a copy in his library, but up, oh, Elisa, you were too late. So you can't have it. You didn't buy it in mm-hmm. time. Right. Then right. that would make sense that it's not available to me, but it's available to two of you. You paid for it. I don't see. I don't agree with the lease. I mean, I understand where you're coming from with the leasing. I don't agree with it, though. No. You yeah. I don't agree it. with it. It's not. You paid it, I don't for agree it. With it. Yeah, it's you should yours. be able to pay for right. it. It should be yours, as opposed but, to renting it for two ninety nine. Then obviously, right. yeah, you've got twenty four hours to watch it, and when it's you know the twenty four hour period's over, you're done. Yeah, because right. I can see. I mean, we've done that too. We have, you know, the kids have decided they wanted to watch movies, and it was something that we weren't going to watch again. It was just something we wanted to rent, and that's totally fine. I, I understand that, but yeah, I'm, I agree with you. If you plunk down money for it, and it's a significant amount, I mean, because some of those movies are fifteen, twenty, twenty bucks. You know, that's a significant amount, especially for you know families with little kids. But we just ended up, you know, saying no to that and just not buying movies. And we just would, we just did it just just recently when The Incredibles came out. We asked for Christmas. They wanted to, you know, we did like a Secret Santa gift exchange. And that's what we asked for. We collect the Pixar albums. So we always buy the, the, the CD or I should say the DVD. We don't even have, and I read something recently that they're phasing out blue, uh, blue, what is it called? Blu-ray player? Blu-ray? No. Is that? No, no, no. no. Okay, one, one that worries me. We never ended up getting one well, because we just don't play them that often. So we would always get the DVD, and now a lot of these are coming yeah. with a Blu-ray in the package. And we're like, yeah, well, we can't use that. I mean, maybe someday we'll get one, but it's not a priority for us. But I wanted the DVD specifically because we do that. We rip it. We right. make a copy of it because we bought it or it was gifted to us, right? So somebody right. bought it. Somebody plunked down money for it, whether it was us or, or someone that gave it to us as a present. It's something that, in my opinion, we own. We own the right to that license. And we and I think it some, says somewhere in the legalese that you have the right to make a copy of it because, right. you know, what right. if your house burns down and you lose all the physical media, but you were smart enough to put it all on hard drives. That's what we do. Right. And then store them over at relatives' houses and stuff. Okay. We, keep our home videos and, and movies on stuff like that. So I like to do the same thing with music. So I'm just bringing it up because I, right. I apply the same kind of principles to that as, as I do for music. Okay. Uh, on the Blu-ray thing, Samsung is not going to is uh, quit making Blu-rays, <laughs> but there are still other manufacturers out there. I have So you think it's that, here to stay? Well, I think so. Uh, it's just, you know, one of the manufacturers gotten out. I wouldn't say that, you know, they're all going to quit. Um 
you know, it may be telling that Samsung is deciding to move on to something else, but I don't think that as a format it's going to go away because I don't know what would replace it. And then, uh, two, I, when I, I still buy digital movies, but what I do is I buy them either through uh, Amazon or Vudu, and then I have over here on my Windows computer my PlayOn server, which will allow me to uh, think of it like a, a DVR for the Internet. So mm-hmm. I can go in there and record these movies, save them to my computer, and then I put them into my Plex server. Uh, but then so what that, happens if they get pulled? That doesn't, ma- the doesn't, doesn't matter. Because I have a physical, I have a physical copy or a digital a copy on my copy. on my computer, and, then and it'll still as, work. It's yes, not uh, yes. DMCA or whatever no, it's no, called. No, 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 no. DRM. It's like I say, it's a it's a, a basically a DVR. What it does is it'll just screen capture the video and save it as uh-huh. a digital file. Oh, and so it's you know the, not the best have, quality. Or? No, it's it's fine. You know, for me, I mean, uh, you know, if I was somebody that was in the you know, 4K and all this stuff. But again, okay. you know, it's, uh, I think, DVD quality, um, you know, however good your streaming is anyway. <laughs> but uh, no, so I do it that way. So, yeah, if for whatever reasons these services shut down or, like, say, rights are pulled, I still have a digital copy on my server that I can watch. Um, because, like, say, I, you know, yeah, I have paid money for it. I don't want to see this stuff uh, go away. Uh, and this is a movie that you purchased? Yeah. Uh, okay. you, you can Not just a rental. Right. Well, you know, okay, and there's the area there because you can use it on Netflix and Hulu too. Um, so, you know, what I've been doing is, is recording shows um, to watch on my Plex service. I don't have to deal with uh, stuttering for the streaming mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah, there's, um, there's plenty of, of very valid reasons for yeah. doing that. I just always thought right. that once they got pulled or expired or whatever, that there was something encoded in it where it would say, okay, well, sorry, yeah, you downloaded right. this, and but now well, you see, can't play it. Like It renders it inoperable somehow. I didn't See, that's technically the thing, though. I didn't download it. I recorded it, recorded basically. Recorded it, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like I say, it is... It's a gray area. <laughs> Yeah, it's a gray area. And like I say, if you only did it with stuff that you bought, it would be fine. But like I say, I've also recorded some TV shows that I watch and I have them stored. And for me, but I you're watch not selling sh- them and making no, money off no, them or charging no, anybody no. to you know pay money on your server or anything. So. No, no, no. I'm not, not making money. Use. Um, yeah, I'm not making money off it, and I am. But it's no for different than what we can do. Right. We have Spectrum, and we yeah. record. If, I've, if if there's something right now in HBO that I want to watch. I'm recording right now, so I yep. can't watch it, so I will have the DVR recorded. Yep. It's the same thing. Yep. I think it's the same thing, but I think it is I think there is an expiration built into that type of service when you're going when you're coming from your oh, your fun. um cable company. No that that type of DVR because I because I've tried to do that with you know Walking Dead or whatever and then it was expired. You could Well there's settings. There are well at least for me, yeah. there's settings okay. where I can say delete this after seven days and I have everything set to never delete because I yep. just watched some movies I recorded back in September. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So well, that's I think how those, I have mine yeah, set but up. Those, those movies that the, that come from the cable host that you're DVRing, they eventually, it takes years, but eventually those can expire. Like, you know, sometimes they, you'll go into say showtime and it'll say, or even HBO expiring soon, which means that. Right. But I'm it? saying what oh, I DVR. 
What I DVR'd stays on my DVR. So if I had downloaded the Princess Bride and mm-hmm. it's gone last week, it's still on my because it, they actually it's physically on my hard drive. Oh. But I have I a still... two gig. I think they said it was a two or a four gig hard drive. So and it tells you when you look at your DVR, it says you know ten percent filled. Mm-hmm. I always thought they were going to yank it from you if they if they decided it was expired. No. That's not, at least that has not been my experience. Now, what if you like, uh, you have showtime, you record stuff, and then you decide to drop the service? Would they then be able to reach in and just flick those uh, recordings I don't off? know because I've never done that. Yeah, see, okay. I think that there's something in there where yeah. you're, you're connecting to their server because you're a customer. And once you're no longer deemed a customer and you don't have rights to that server anymore, I kind of think that that content is going to be pulled from you. Whether it's on your DVR right. now or not, I think it'll be expunged after some time. I mean, it's an experiment. I don't know how how you would. Well, that's never happened. Okay, that's that. never happened to me. But I've right. also mm-hmm. never recorded something from a station, kept it on my DVR, canceled this like Game of Thrones. Yeah, you know, I haven't recorded all of Game of Thrones, then canceled HBO, and then went back to watch Game of Thrones. Though so I would think that it would still show up because it's physically on my hard drive. Right, but it's yeah. on a, a device controlled. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. You t- disconnect the internet, then it might yeah. work. Because uh, since it's on a device controlled by the cable company, I'm pretty sure. I think sure there's some DRM going on there. Yeah, if they wanted to, and like I say, uh, of course, you know, I don't know if cable companies care care that much about their customers sometimes or not. Although to be fair, we've never really had too much trouble with Directv. Um, but. And, you know, I guess this is a good segue into the other subject that we had here. We've kind of migrated. Well, before you, before you go into okay. that, I have two things I have to say. Okay. One, one is a public service announcement. Okay. And the other one is a comment on the last episode. The public service announcement is I went to see Elton John Friday night. Yay. Yay. Yes. And I, what my public service announcement is he is on tour for the next three years to 2021. Three years? This Holy is his. Cow. Well, so is Kiss. So is Peter Frampton. <laughs> Wow. So is, oh, God, there's a whole bunch of people that are out touring right now. This is like, this is it. For Elton Gotta John, catch them all. <laughs> he said, well, I, I actually, I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. uh, but anyway, Elton John said that, you know, he still has young, he has young, he's 72 years old this month, and he has young children. He said he wants to spend time with his family, which, you know, totally get. He's been doing this since 1969. So, you mm. know, he's been doing this for 50 years. So, um He's going around the world, so he's going to be in every part of the world. So if you are an Elton John fan and he is coming to your neck of the woods, buy a ticket. The show was almost three hours, and he never, you know, there was no intermission. The only time there was a very, very short break between his last song and the two songs for the encore. It was, you know, fabulous show, as usual. He sounds great, plays all the hits, and he's very appreciative of his audience, which I appreciate. Because he, you know, he was, you know, saying if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah, what's not? So, what's not to like about Elton John? Yeah, I, I love Elton John. It's the fourth time yeah. I've seen. And you mentioned Peter Frampton. I just saw this the other day. The reason why he's having a farewell tour is that he was diagnosed with a. Um, I had it here. Now where to go? A, basically, his muscles are degenerating and getting weaker. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, oh, inclusive body mitosis. Uh, an inflammatory illness that causes muscles to progressively get weaker. So that's uh, uh, that's why he. I, I saw that. And I thought I'd mention it. So because and that could attack yeah. his vocal cords too. Yeah. 
Well, I'm not going to see him until September, uh, but I've seen Peter Frampton, oh my God, probably seven times. I've seen him a lot. Uh, The last time I saw him was 2012 when he did the 35th anniversary of Frampton Comes Alive. Oh, cool. And that that was a great show. That was a great show. So, um, yeah, I got my tickets for Frampton, so I'm going to go see him. So the other thing was you guys were talking about your top 10 movies. So I'm not going to give you my top 10 because if, you know, if you ask my kids or anyone who knows me, I hate all movies. I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, eh, bleh. Like, I watched A Star is Born last week. I'm like, bleh. Didn't, you didn't like care. it? Eh. Uh-huh. I didn't think they had any chemistry, to be honest with you, on the screen. But at the Oscars, it was like overflowing with chemistry when yeah, they sang Shallow. That. <laughs> that, that they did. But in the movie, I just didn't think they had chemistry. But, you know, it's me against everybody else. I just wanted to say you left out two of my favorite movies. Now, first of all, I'm not deep. I don't like these foreign films, you know, or ones that, you know, you think about for days on end afterwards. I just like stupid humor. <laughs> okay. In that, that brings us to probably my second favorite movie, which is... Baseball. Blazing Saddles. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mel Brooks still, right? If, 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 you are, if you are a stickler for being politically correct, do not watch Blazing Saddles. <laughs> you do not watch that. <laughs> but Blazing Saddles. I was raised on that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I still watch the campfire scene and giggle. Oh, yeah. You know, I like a, like a 10-year-old boy. I, <laughs> that's just like one of the best movies ever. It's, it's so stupid, but it's yeah, so funny. Yeah, lately I've been funny. saying, just because I have a 12-year-old doesn't mean I can't still like think like a 12-year-old. Yeah. Like the twelve-year-old once in a while. I mean, Lily von Stupp, one of the <laughs> best. One of the be- I mean, it just it was just such a great movie. That's one of my husband's favorites. It's for sure. great. He, it's, you and you and he would love to watch movies together. They, you guys like the same. Yeah. I like I, I like it. I too, don't need no proxy. stinking badge. We don't mm-hmm. need no stinking badges. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, movie number one, and I'm surprised that Mike, you didn't mention this one. I would think this would be up yeah, your alley. Yeah, we didn't alley. get too deep into it because it was kind of like a, just a practice warm up. Yeah. yeah. List, um, so we'll have to do another another deeper Shawshank dive into that later. Redemption. Okay, oh, that's a good the one. Shawshank Redemption is one I've, of the best movies ever made. That's a serious one. Yeah, it the is. thing is, I've kind of, I, I haven't quite fallen down the Stephen King rabbit hole. I've uh, listened to a few of the books, but I, you know, I this idea that he has a, you know, a universe that all these books tie together in does fascinate me and i should get back to reading some of them and just see how that one ties in well this one has nothing to do with the supernatural it's nothing like um the shining or cujo or the shining was his best book um or it or anything like that this is just do you know what the shawshank Redemption's about uh prison yeah it takes place at a jail it's tim robbins okay. and um morgan freeman okay mm-hmm and Tim Robbins is um, thrown in jail for a crime he didn't commit. Okay. And it's about a three-hour movie, so it's not. It's you know, it is a time commitment, but oh, it is just so good. And he also did the Green Mile. Right. Yes, that was another good one. Which is Green you know, Mile Tom is Tom Hanks, Hanks and mm-hmm. yeah, oh, I love those. Yeah. Those were so those were, and they're both short stories. Okay. Yeah, and like I said, I've uh, I've. See which ones of his. I was going to try and do the uh, Dark Tower trilogy, so I've done. Oh crap! What was it now? Um, um, I'm blanking out in the name. Um, oh, the one with the plague. Oh, the Stand. I, I, I've done the Stand, and I've done a couple others, but I haven't quite done all those books yet. I don't know if I've read that. 
Have you read The Shining? Yes. Yeah, that was a that was a retro. great yeah that was yeah. a great book. Oh yeah, that one that one hit me close to home when I was younger. I mean, I didn't read the book. I saw some of the movie, but we had Here's I, Johnny. Yeah, I won't go into details, but back when I was a kid, there was a there was a murder that had was like a copycat of that, and yeah, it was really really so, freaky. And my aunt lived like near it, and it was uh, it was freaky. Well, and my I made the mistake of reading it during the winter time because it's set <laughs> oh, in the winter no. time, so it was like doubly depressing um, mm-hmm. because it's in the middle of a snowstorm, and I was probably reading it in the middle or listening to it in the middle of a snowstorm. So yeah, that kind of sucked. But yeah, maybe someday you know we 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 toyed with the idea of. Uh, well, we'll see what Elisa brings to it. But we thought, you know, uh, an episode of our, our favorite movies. and Because uh, uh, I've got some that, yeah, I didn't mention. I didn't really get into my favorites. I've got a few that uh, when you hear it, you'll go, yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we'll do that sometime. But, um, I, but you know, we were talking about, you know, we were talking about streaming. And, stuff. and so uh, I think this came up in our uh, uh, message thread. Was it Kevin mm-hmm. brought up? That was me. Oh, is you okay? Yeah. Uh, about different. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. You. Well, no, but Kevin has been complaining too, as we yeah. all have yeah. about well, see, cable the, providers okay. giving. Yeah. You the, the problem yeah. was, um, I got my cable bill a couple months ago, and it said, "We are eliminating Cinemax." See, I have Spectrum, and the way Spectrum works is, you do. It's kind of like a Direct TV in the respect that you pick like the gold package, silver package, the bronze package. And those are the stations that are within, and it comes with premium stations. Mm-hmm. And it ends up costing you more if you delete. Like if you say, eh, yes. I don't want Cinemax oh. anymore, it ends up costing you more than if you just go, oh, I better keep it. I just won't watch it. So what they did. I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. So and where Time Warner wasn't like that. With Time Warner, you could negotiate. You could say, hey, my bill is too high. What are you going to do for me? They, and they would they come They started up- doing it with channels, and then they started then they started making it the bundles. Like now, it's more right. expensive if you try to just get an internet package. It's awful. Well, see, now that's that's what Time Warner was. You had to do the three, you know, the all-in-one package. Whereas mm-hmm. with Spectrum, you pay this much for internet, you pay this much for your phone, and you pay this much for your TV. So if your phone it's like our phone is $20 a month. We're going to get rid of our home phone soon. Once I get mm-hmm. in touch with everyone and say, here, here's my cell phone. What's going to happen is it's just going to take $20 off my bill. At mm-hmm. Time Warner, it would have make totally screwed everything up. Mm-hmm. So that's why we didn't even talk about it. It was just cheaper to keep it. It's cheaper to keep it into the bundle. Right. Well, where it's different here, everything is separate. So first they increased our, our internet by $5 a month. Then they... Took away our Cinemax, but didn't lower the price at all. It was just, you're still paying the same amount of money because I have Cinemax, HBO, and Showtime. We're taking away your Cinemax. And I I bitched at them, and I called, and I complained, and I tweeted at them. They were just like, oh, well. And then what kind of broke the back was when I got the bill last week, it said, oh, yeah, and your local broadcasting fee is going up $2. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, are you kidding me? And when I called them, they just basically said, deal. Mm -hmm. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, and they also changed so everything. You can't negotiate like you can with Comcast? Cannot nego- nope. <gasps> oh. And in fact, I called them this week and I complained about that. And then we also have, um, they they changed everything to digital. You have to have a digital box yep, on you, all your TVs. Yep. And Whereas you probably have to pay a rental fee for it too. With Time Warner, you didn't have to. It was like, okay, if you have analog, you're just not going to get some of your better, you know, your quality is going to be good. We're like, you know, we're fine. Kitchen TV doesn't need digital. We're fine. Right. Spectrum came in, you have to have it. And I think at the time it was $5 per box per month. 
Sounds about Which right. is why I have Roku's. But they said they'll give you one box for free for a year. So we have that on our Samsung TV, which is a smart TV, but does not work as a smart TV because it's awful. So I got the box. So I called them and I said, when is my renewal for the box? And they said, I have it like till April before I have to bring it back. I said, my year is up. What are you going to do for me? She goes, charge you for it. I said, can we talk about this? Nope. Your year is up. I said, you're getting it back. I said, I'm looking elsewhere. She goes, okay, goodbye. What are your other choices out there? Because that's what Verizon, like, yeah. we have Verizon Bios, and that's what we're going to talk about. These different yep. other services yeah. that we could go to. There's but- not a lot of choice in some areas. Like we can't get Comcast even if we wanted it. We're Cox here, and I don't know about Kevin where he's at, but he might be limited too. There might not be like he could probably go with Dish or satellite or something like that. But then the problem is, as we'll probably talk about the type of streaming and if you have cloud cover rain snow if snow gets on your dish all that kind of stuff then it's a problem well the other problem i'm finding is as i'm looking at these different services and um i started with uh something called suppose tv which mike had recommended you can put in what your market area is and then it gives you a listing of your local your premium your entertainment like uh, amc and usa and tnt and so forth and then information like discovery channel animal planet history lifestyle station, sports station, kids and family. So it, it breaks down all the different um, stations that are available should you choose um, well, then I know, think, I the think combination that you want. Yeah, I think you can plug in. If there's certain channels you want, you can hit those. Right. And, and then it'll tell you, give you, you can watch these on uh, what, you put together the kind of package you want and then it'll tell you where you can watch. Right. You it'll want. tell you Dish yep. will have it or Sling will have it or DirecTV will have it. And what that. The problem is some of these packages do not have local stations. Like I was looking at Hulu. I think it was, was it Hulu? Yeah, channels. So you're talking like channels. CBS, NBC. Yeah, like with, I think it's view channels in your area. Okay, so I put in my zip code. And so you want to I, get the, like the local news, and yeah, then you want to be able to watch it. the local we shows. Have, we have mm-hmm. the NBC affiliate, the ABC affiliate, the CBS affiliate, and the Fox affiliate. Mm-hmm. And if I decided to go through Hulu, all they have is the, uh, for us, the Fox affiliate and the NBC affiliate. So if I wanted to watch the no- local news on the ABC or CBS affiliate, we can't. So have you looked into getting an antenna, like using an old-fashioned antenna? Well, not they're old-fashioned, but, um, you know, the kind that look like the stingray where you stick it in the window because yeah. we just got I those. don't think you can have both, though. Yeah, you can. And see this, the, we have it all. And the, thing, <laughs> and the thing is, I'm looking at these different things. I'm looking at DirecTV. I'm looking at um, We Dish have it all. I'm all you got to do sling. is just change the input on your TV. You have – in order to get all the stations that we want, it would end up costing us what we're paying now for Spectrum. Right. So I've been down this That's road. That's the problem. I've been For down us. this road, and we have, um, you know, it depends. It's going to depend on your location. Yeah. So that's that's a good distinction for us, for for you, and you'll have to do the research and based on your location. But don't forget about over the air antenna because you might be able to get that for free. And now it's not going to be you know super high quality 4K. It's going to be antenna, but it is digitized now. So we went down this path a long time ago because we were really trying to, you know, when when we went down to a single income, we really had to cut costs and we really had to, you know, just slice it and dice it every which way we could. We did the same thing that you're about to do. We cut out, we cut off our landline. Now we were lucky at the time with Cox that back then, this was a decade ago, they did allow you to 
just get one. They didn't make you. That's what I liked about being stuck with Cox was that with Comcast, even back then a decade ago, that's when they started forcing you to bundle things. And I appreciated the fact that we didn't have to bundle. If we wanted to get rid of our landline and our cable TV and just have internet, we could do that. And that's what we did. And so for the longest time, we were paying around 60 some dollars. Now, it wasn't super fast, but it wasn't like, you know, super slow either. It was fine. And then it just started to creep up and creep up and creep up. So now we're we're in a situation where the Cox followed suit with all the other ones and they do force you to bundle. So I'm in a situation where we have internet and I think, I don't think we have a landline. Like it says we have the three package, but we don't have a landline. Like we don't even have phone jacks hooked up in the house. Nothing like that. Um, and then we have, you know, a modem and a router for internet and then they gave us one of those, they sent us one of those boxes and I made sure that we weren't going to have to pay a rental fee. So that's nowhere on our bill. They just said, no, you have to, we have to, it's obligatory. We have to send you the box, but you don't have to hook it up. So I do not have, I do have an internet slash TV, you know, cable TV bundle, but we do not watch cable TV. I, we don't care for it because it's all commercials anyway. So I have not hooked up the box. The box is in like some room somewhere. The only thing I have hooked up to coax is our modem. That's it. Now, we have a small house, so that's the other thing that's different maybe about our situation. But, um, you know, long story short, we had that whole new roof thing. We had the storm damage and had to get a new roof. And mm -hmm. long story short, the roofers threw away our old – we had one of those big mothers of an antenna, and they threw it away. They weren't supposed to, but they didn't follow the instructions, and they threw it away. So the uh, the contractor ended up giving us – you know, not charging us or anything because it was their mistake. They gave us two of those. I don't know what to call them. I just call them a stingray because they're like these flat things. Like right. if you put, they're like the size of maybe like four of your hands together. It's this flat thing and it's got stickers and you, you find a position where it is. It's an antenna and you stick it to one of your windows and it hooks into both the coax and the little USB port on the side of your, your television. And then you tune it. You, you use the menu on, I mean, our TV's like, I don't know, probably eight, six seven eight years old and so it's pretty old so it's not a modern tv so if you have a you know a tv that's any newer than that you could probably do it but you just have to go through i mean i remember the big crt tvs did this too you just have to go through and program it you tell it to go and search for the channels and yeah. it's kind of an experimentation you have to move the thing around and figure out where you get the you know the best channels and a lot of them are going to be probably Spanish or in a different language or something, but we still get the local stations. Like we get local PBS, local NBC, Fox, that sort of thing. They have different call numbers and you do have to look that up and find out the code, like what equates to it. So that we get for free. You don't pay anything for that. And so, yes, you can have that both. So that is hooked up because on the back of our TV, there's two coax uh, inputs. So like, again, we're not using... I might be wrong about that. Maybe there's only one, and maybe that's why I'm able to do it. Maybe that's why you're saying maybe you can't have both because maybe there's only one coax hookup on the back of the TV. But I thought that there were two, and I think some modern TVs have more than one because some people hook up their VCR or their DVD player via coax. So I think the TVs might have more than one coax, and so that's what we did. So we have uh, the one coax hooked up to this antenna thing, and the other one just doesn't have anything in it because we don't have the cable box hooked up to it. Then we have, then everything else is over the internet. So we use a combination of Apple TVs like your Roku. And we've talked about how, you know, I have an Amazon, I think it's a Fire. It's like one of the old boxes. And the only reason I use that one is because I can, because that one has Bluetooth uh, headset capability and I can, you know, one of us can watch TV while the other one is sleeping. But we have, the, we just have boxes like that hooked up. 
no cable box is is connected. We don't DVR. We don't do any of that stuff. We just watch it when we're able to stream it. And then we also use Hulu. Then the other thing that you should put on your list here, like with all these choices, is also, you know, these are all different services that you can pay a recurring fee for. But what if you pulled your resources, let's say if you had family members or friends like us, you know, where say one of you has Netflix and the other one has Hulu and the other one has HBO or whatever, then you can just share each other's logins because that's, well, that's the other me. thing that we do. That's, I'm the one who has them all. Yeah, you have <laughs> them do. all. So then so right. then you might like say, you know, give your password to your to your family members and stuff. So that's what we do. So like one of our family members has the X, the Xfinity, another we get Hulu and then another family has um, Netflix. So we let like one of our family members use our HBO through our see in there again, it's HBO, right? But it's it's okay, let's see if I can follow this. We have HBO with our Cox subscri- subscription, but I do not have to have the cable box connected to the coax in order to view it because we use the Apple TV HBO Go mm-hmm. app. Mm-hmm. And because I can sign in with my TV provider. So that's the only thing that I have signed in for Cox, except for maybe like ABC and NBC and Fox and those local stations. I can sign in to my own TV provider for that. But for the other stuff, like maybe Showtime or something, then I use another family members. And for Netflix, we use another family members. So we all just kind of share. It's like a co-op, if you will. We all just kind of share each other's usernames and, and logins and stuff. And it's it's still legit. It's not illegal to do that. In fact, I just read an article that Netflix actually encourages people to do it mm-hmm. because then yeah, you know it gets like more it. subscribers. Well, so that's one too. thing you could yeah. do is a service sharing setup where you each share each other's usernames and passwords and stuff. Like one person pays for one person service and the other person pays for another, and then you already have the Roku, so you can always you can already do that, and then you just log in with somebody else's service. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like yeah. a combination right. of free. But see, the thing is, my, my kids don't watch. They don't watch those other things. Um, my one fine. son, my one son does have my Netflix, mm-hmm. and then my other son pays for his own Netflix because um, you can only have so many screens, screens. on at one time. Yep. You, can, you can, but then Netflix does have a tier where you can pay a little bit extra, and then you can have an unlimited amount, or it might be just a bigger limit. I think it's a bigger limit. I don't think it's unlimited. I think yeah. it may. I think you maybe go up to six. Streams. Yeah, I think mine is. Two or three. Usually right. two or three for the yeah. basic one. And then, yeah, you can probably do like six. And that services us well because we've got, you know, several family members strung across the country that did share it. So yeah. it works. So YouTube us. TV looks like the best for what our purposes are because it for does you have the, the, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS plus um, Fox News, but it does not have PBS. And it doesn't have all the other cable stations, but the ones that we would watch are the ones that are on here. That's the thing. You've got to evaluate what it is that you're watching. Exactly. Right. Like, when like I went through this, to, I didn't have a sports fan, so I was very well, lucky. I was going to say, we have to have the sports. And <laughs> yeah, that's, the that's the Because shipper. my husband, like, we have, this one um, has ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN News, ESPNU, um, uh, Fox Sports 1 and 2, the Golf Channel. These are all stations that my husband watches. And all, and you have to have the Yes Network is for the Yankees, where I watch the Red Sox through MLB. And so I pay, in fact, I just got the bill for it. I pay every year to have MLB. And that way you can watch any baseball team in the country, not just the Red Sox. Apple TV's, got, Apple TV's gotten better about adding sports packages, but again, we're not a sports fan. But that would be something I would encourage you to at least research and check out because that stuff you can get a la carte now it might end up saving you just a little bit, but yeah, you, because you know, you're going to end up paying. All YouTube TV stuff. has the stations he wants. I think the only yeah. one it 
doesn't sports? have is MSG. I'm not seeing MSG on here. So is YouTube it, TV has all the sports stuff? It has ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN News, ESPNU, uh, Fox Sports Network 1 and 2, which he watches. And that's something and, you can just watch right on your Roku. Yep. Uh, well, this is through MLB TV. It's got the the basic MLB network, which isn't worth. And then sometimes you can watch a baseball game on there, but it's like it's basically like talk shows and whatnot. Um, NB, NBA TV, MSNB, oh, not MSNBC, NBC Sports Network, the Olympic is that Channel. By location? Does it matter? Because it's you, by location because I put okay. in my zip code, uh-huh. and this is forty dollars a month. And but it's got to have yeah. the Yes Network because my husband is a Yankee fan, so that's the Yes Network. But this is 40 bucks a month. Right. And yeah. then there's, of course, then there's add-ons of, you know, the stars sure. and Showtime and so on and so forth. But it's um, still probably, if you add it all up, it's probably still going to be a fraction of what you pay for having cable. My, I pay, what do I pay? I think it's just for the package for cable. I think it's $88. So not, that sounds like it's going to be a, around half. Not including my internet, you know, et cetera. Well, my internet, yeah, my phone, the internet. and then all those freaking taxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I and, would include all that stuff when you're looking at that. So that's, that's your one cable bill. Because you're going to be getting rid of the landline. It sounds, it sounds to me like you're going to be getting rid of the landline, and you're yes. going to probably think about getting rid of the cable TV if you can do this as a substitute and then just have internet. So find out what it would be for just internet and then add that to all this other, you know, YouTube TV and then the MLB together and see what well, those Well, MLB is separate. To. I mean, MLB right. is a charge that I pay every – it's kind of like Netflix. Okay. I pay my $11 a month every month for Netflix. I pay – that was $119 for MLB. That was a one-shot thing. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I paid it. I'm looking – annually? To, it's annual. Oh, okay. It goes March 1st to um, – February 28th, because baseball season starts in just a couple of weeks. I'm very excited. Mm. Um, now, Hulu, the problem with Hulu is you can't watch live. So if there's something like Walking Dead's on tonight, I can't sit in front of Hulu and watch Walking Dead tonight. I would have to watch uh, it tomorrow. Whereas yeah, with well, my cable, that I, can, you not. <laughs> I can sit and watch it, which it really doesn't because I can't stand the commercial, so I tape everything. Yeah, I just I just watch it whenever we can. So we're just too busy um, for that. I don't care about watching it when it airs. Hulu does have a live TV. Yeah, I was going to say they do service. have a live something. They got, but you uh, pay extra for it. You have to you pay, got, pay extra. It. Right. You pay yeah. extra for Hulu's like that too. They're all they're all greedy monsters as far as I'm concerned because you have to pay, and then you still got to watch the damn ads. There's there's a lot of ads on Hulu. And they're the same ones. That's the thing. I was watching Handmaid's Tale. Yes. And I'm watching the same. It's like, can you please just give me it? If I have to sit through these ads, please give me a different ad. Well, and you can, so so to speak, you can customize your your ad preferences, but that's a bunch of bullshit, I think. I think it's all a bunch of bullshit. That's why we don't do it all throughout the year. I mean, A is because we can't afford it, but we we put it on hold for twelve weeks and then it just, you know, re We put it on hold, then it comes back. We, watch, we, we, we binge everything that we've been wanting to watch on Hulu for that month that we have it, and then it goes back on hold again. But in part, it's to get away from the damn commercials. They're just, they're just monotonous. I can't stand them. So um, here's Hulu with, free, with live TV, $45 a month. Yep. Well, and then there's one, too, um, 
that's but you a, only get two screens though. That's the other. Oh, yeah, one. that's a bunch okay. of bull. I mean, is it really worth that much just to be able to watch it live? To me, it's not. I mean, but I mean, you can only watch else. two screens, though. That's the thing. That's the good thing about cable is that if you have 20 TVs in your house, I mean, I know that's ridiculous, but I'm just saying, you have 20 TVs in your house, you can watch all 20 TVs at the same yeah, but time. You've got to buy a box. You have to rent a box for each of those TVs. Or, so Yeah, but I'm just saying you can well, do what does that. that add up to? You know, here, um, it's the same when I talk to Verizon because they'll come to the door and they'll say, well, you have, you have, uh, <clears throat> you have Spectrum. What's your bill? And I tell them, and they go, well, we can make it cheaper. I'm like, uh, I have yeah, six TVs in my house. Probably. And they go, and they go, oh, okay. Because I have six TVs in my house. But there's only two of us, so obviously we're not watching six TVs at the same time. No. But I have two TVs with cable boxes, and the rest have Roku's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's one that didn't make the list, and I will uh, add it to the show notes here. Uh, PlayStation View. We uh, don't have a PlayStation. You don't need one. Oh, okay. It's just a streaming service like anything else. Um, oh, okay. Um, How come you don't have Amazon on the list? You guys have Prime. I guess it's just because there's there's well, only select things on Amazon? Because well, it, it's not a service that you can watch regular TV on. Right. It's yeah. only just their movies? It's just it's movies, movies and, and TV, TV certain TV yeah. shows that are... Okay. And, you, and you get add-ons to Prime because I've got CBS All Access through Amazon, and I don't know what other. Uh, they may have Showtime. They may have the premium channels, but yeah, yeah they for do. Regular, they do. Right. Um, Netflix and um, who I've got actually my Fire Stick is in my family room, and I've got Hulu on there, Netflix. Right. Um, yeah, and, and, but I mean, you can through the Amazon service, you can subscribe to these other services. Yes. Yeah, and, they're probably just a way to make it easier, but you can do it sure. all cart with sure. their extra app. Right. If you're willing um, to work for it, you save a little. It's just it's a, it's all in what you're willing to pay for and what quote unquote luxury it is that you want to pay for and what channels you want now for someone like you you said sports is not an issue so you don't have to worry if a particular service doesn't offer sports or very limited nope. sports doesn't matter in no my case given when it, it, comes mat- to that. it matters a lot because that's pretty much all my yeah. husband watches yeah is sports. i know right. so for him he needs to be able to watch um the only thing he cares about is the food network because he likes to watch chopped and um and sports and if they don't have sports and they don't have the food network then it's you know keep moving keep well, looking uh, you may want to check out this uh, PlayStation View then, um, and uh, you can type in it's again location specific, so you can see what uh, they have. Because I'm looking at it for us here, because I don't know what your zip code is, but I do see that they have uh, one local channel or maybe two local channels on here. Two, uh, two. Um, Somebody wants to get a hold of you. <laughs> well, just, they, they heard us. They're coming for you now. Uh, just it was the schools. Uh, they're going to have a 10, uh, 10 o'clock start tomorrow because of the weather. Um, yeah. Okay, but looking at uh, PlayStation View, they do have all the ESPN stuff. Uh, if I could, uh, Food Network. I'm not seeing the Food Network. Yes, yeah, the Food Network is no, not is. on YouTube. Okay, no, but it is on PlayStation View. Along okay. with the, uh, and that's at their sixty dollar a month level. You had to get, you had to bump it up a little bit. But uh, it does have. It looks like all the ESPN stuff. Uh, ESPN two news. Uh, ESP. 
VPN. What's that? Oh, the it must know. Ports. It must have already gotten my. Oh, see, it already oh. it found my location because okay. it's got my local. Right. But see, now it doesn't have my ABC station. Okay. It yeah. has it on demand, but it doesn't have it to live stream. And that's the station we use to watch the local news. Okay. So and I couldn't watch my local news with this. And well, got, that's where you get a cheap antenna. Yeah. You plug it in. And then when you do want to watch that, you just switch the input on your TV. You and get it for free. doesn't have the food. Oh, it does have the Food Network. Okay, there it is. Um, and it's got ESPN. It's got FSX. It's got FX, HGTV. You see, this has more... This has more stations. So is the Food Network like the History Channel or Discovery Channel? It's like one of those. We have to pay. Is it like HBO, Cinemax? We have no, to no, 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 no. Food Network is one of the regular cable stations. It's where you got, you know, um, all the cooking shows. Yeah, okay. Well, the one yeah. That I mean, I, for I, me, I could watch it if I wanted to. I would just have to use my family member's Xfinity login. Well, you know, the, one well, they, the one they did for me is Worst Cooks in America. That was <laughs> the one that they made for me. And the, they, they will play games with the channel lineups because I am not seeing history on uh, PlayStation. Uh, no, I don't either. No, and for us, we like American Pickers. You know, so, you know, it kind of has to have history. Um, that's, like on the, say, that's on the history station? Yes. Okay. Um, uh. Yeah, so like I say, uh, this wouldn't work for us. And um, we... Um, you know, our our we've got Direct TV with a satellite dish, and we haven't had too much problems. There's been a time or two that uh, a thunderstorm has knocked things up, but it hasn't been too bad. And we got that part as part of our package with our phone, our internet, and everything. That is like thirty five dollars a month. But then you also have the benefit that you like you you know keep threatening that you're going to get into an RV and go travel and you could well, take yeah. that dish with you. Yeah. So that's another yes. perk of having that. Sure. Sure. And like I say, but we got all of ours bundled together with their, and you know, I've mentioned before their internet is fine. I just can't do stream game streaming on it. Cause it doesn't have, it has latency issues, but not like a, you know, a hardwired, uh, uh, coming into the house would but other than that uh we're fine with it and the speed seems to have gotten better and more reliable so you know there it's slowly getting better but uh and like i say we got that as part of a package but and you know our problem is um uh, an antenna won't uh work very we we did use an antenna uh we did cut the cord, uh, cord for a while for what a couple of years i guess and we did use uh, sling tv and um uh and then we used some local TV. Well, we could only get one local station because that was the only one with the tower close enough that we could pick up. But we mm. did do it, and it did work for us because it was just my wife and I. And like say, we don't watch a lot of shows, and we were able to stream a lot of stuff. It does bother me, though, that in order to see uh, a lot of these shows, you have to have a – like it, to even watch their – stream their stuff on uh, you know, the computer or something, you have to subscribe to cable to get it. Um, or, you know, like one of these packages like uh, PlayStation View or Hulu TV or Sling or whatever. Uh, or, or go, you know, mooch off of somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> trade, the, uh, trade, trade them something that you have. That's, well, yeah. I, I'm a Gen Xer. That's how we do our shit. <laughs> sure. 
Well, yeah, and you know, there's that that too. But yeah, but you know, we made it work, and you know, for us, it did work. It may not work. Yeah, for you'll find a way to make it work. You yeah. just have to. It sounds like Elisa, you're kind of in the stages of like evaluating all the things. Yeah, you need it, to and every time I look, it's it still works out that Spectrum is is the cheapest and the easiest. I mean, I'm looking at Directv right now. The cheapest one is thirty five dollars a month, but that's for twelve months. Months mm-hmm. thirteen through twenty four, it jumps up to yep. eighty one. Yep. You then you have all the girl. fees on the top of print. that. Read the you have print. all the fees on top of that, yep. and then even if you average it out, it still comes out to be the same or more than what I'm paying now. Yep. And it's like, no, this is and not. And all that work you have to go through to make it right. make and it that happen. That would work. I would probably need the second one, which is forty five dollars a month, that goes up to a hundred and ten. Mm. which is not what I'm paying now. And this right. does not include premium stations. So I'd have to no. pay extra for HBO and and Showtime. It's still and, worth it for you to go through this process because then you can justify your bill. For, yeah. But it's still just, it's just crazy. And I, mean, I know, it's just frustrating. You know, I look at Sling and it's the same thing. They'll have, right. you know, stations one, two, and three, but they don't have up, they don't have four and five, but they do have six, seven, and eight. It's like, yep. oh. Well, that's the good thing about that suppose dot uh, TV uh, site that you mentioned earlier that you can plug in all the stations mm-hmm. you want, and that that will help you narrow it down. You don't have to go and look at each blasted uh, station to see what they are offering. You can, you know, like I say, just pick out the ones that you like, and it'll say you know these are available, and so that does help narrow things down quite a bit. Sounds like somebody got really pissed off about this and was going through this for a while and they were like, oh, hell, we're just going to make a service that makes it easier for people. This well, is you nice. can also go to cordcutters.com and there'll be a link oh. in the show notes and it's kind of the same thing as the Supposed TV where they have across the top the different services. They have PS, uh, the PS View, DirecTV, Sling, Hulu, YouTube, Philo, Fubo, and HD Home Run. I never heard of those last three. And then down the side, it will have all the different channels, ABC, CBS, Fox, A&E, et cetera, et cetera. And then it will have a check mark next to it so that you can look very quickly. Like if you're interested in DirecTV, you can look down the list and see, do the stations I want, mm-hmm. do they have it? Because um, you look at some of these, like Hulu Live, YouTube TV, a lot of these are like, mm-mm. They're not there. It looks like the one that has the most is DirecTV now. But okay. then some of these are TVs, are stations I never heard of. Mm-hmm. Audience, AXS TV, Baby First, Baby TV, Banda Max. Like, what are they? Canal 22 International. I think that must be a foreign language maybe, one. Maybe travel Could or be. something. Chiller. Um, no, I never heard of them. Uh, there's, yeah, Fubo. I've heard of them. I don't know anything about them. Yeah, um... It sounds like discovery, like you're trying to discover music, but it's with TV shows. See, that's uh, that's the limiting factor when it comes to us rolling our own, making like a Plex server or, you know, we just use iTunes. We just use a computer that we just keep in sleep mode and just play music from that. But then we're just listening to all our stuff, all you know, in shuffle mode and we don't we're not discovering anything new. Whereas, yeah, you can just stick to the channels that you want, but then you're not necessarily discovering anything new unless it gets pushed to one of those services. So if that's something that's a factor for you, then then you may want to consider looking at one of these services like Elisa's looking at right now because then you'll discover channels that maybe you like that better than the Food, food Network. Who knows? And if you guys – I'm trying to look it up as we talk here. Uh, if you guys want to hear a podcast where they uh, 
talk about cord cutting. This is the one that I listen to, and I get a lot of my information from uh, Cord Killers. I've heard you mention that before. Yeah, with um, Brian Brush. That's the right one. Yeah, Tom Merritt, Br- Brian Brushwood. Uh, they will talk a lot about what devices you can use to stream, uh, all the different ways, different services you can stream. They talk about new stuff coming out, so you can become aware of you know new shows and where they're coming and everything. Uh, Is it called Cord Cord Killers? Cord mm-hmm. Killers, yes. Because yep, it's not coming up on. I'm coming. I'm uh, putting it into Overcast, and it says no result. Huh. It's not Cord Cutters, is it? No, it's Cord I've Killers. Thought, I've heard Cord Killers before. Uh, here's the... Uh, uh, okay, it was one word, that's why. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, you found it. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, um, I will put the... Uh, I'll put a listing of all the stuff that we have here that we can remember that I can find here. I'll put them in the show notes so that people can look these things up. Um and we have a uh, you know a whole bunch of different options, and that's probably the most stressful part about this is all the options that you have for doing this um, is just trying to figure out you know at some point I I think uh, one of the best pieces of advice they've given on cord killers is they say cancel everything because a lot of these uh, services like uh, Hulu and Netflix and a lot of those they make it really easy to uh, Either suspend your service or uh, I like know, cancel that. your service. Yeah, and then as you need it, go back and t- and subscribe to it. Um, uh, then you can figure out what you know. Are, if you're not using one of these, you can cancel it for a while, and then if you do need it, you can go back and subscribe to it. But uh, uh, they said that's probably the easiest way for you to uh, figure out with all these different services. You like me, subscribe to a lot of stuff. Just go through and, and cancel them, and then add them back in as you need them. And then they also recommend, too, that, um, you know, there's another option, too, that if there's a certain show that you like, uh, you can just go out and buy the season. And so basically mm-hmm. the, uh, they've uh, gone through it with their whole, you know, philosophy that basically, you know, cut the cord and then look how much you're spending each month and start building your packages and figure out what you ha- uh, you're spending uh you're going to spend on the stuff that you want if you have extra money left over maybe consider buying um you know a season of a show that you like um, or ask for it on your you know wish list that too and then you know and if that if that starts to exceed what you have planned and maybe go back to cable but um you know if there's there's a lot of ways, though, that you can watch a lot of this stuff. Um, you know, Hulu and all these have their uh, uh, ad-supported tier, which, you know, is cheaper than the no-ad uh, way to do it. But, you know, yeah, there's different ways. that's you, what we do. Yeah, there's different ways you can keep your, your bill down. And, you know, um, yeah, like you say, you can share services um, because I – They'll limit you to the number of streams that you can have going simultaneously. So it's not like, you know, everyone's going to be able to. Because there's been a time or two, because I think I've only got the single stream for Netflix. I think it was Netflix. I went to watch something. My daughter was watching it, so I just waited till she was done. So, you know, they there is ways that they limit you. But, you know, if you can kind of coordinate when people are watching everything, mm-hmm. um, you can, you know, make things like that work, too. And uh, Especially when you're sharing with family members that are in different time zones. It tends to work out better. <laughs> just right. a hint yeah. there. Oh, yeah. That well, too. one thing I'm going to check into is I know Spectrum and I'm sure Comcast and 
all the other uh, services do this too, the other uh, cable providers, is if you're brand new to them, they'll give you this really great deal. Oh, we're oh, going to yeah. charge you, you know, $70 a month for everything that you're paying, you know, 154 So I called them one time and I said, how come I can't get that? Well, you've been a customer. I said, I've been a customer since 1983 mm-hmm. in all the various iterations, you know, because I know there was a beam going name. around about that. <laughs> yeah. I said, you're a brand new customer. I, they treat you like gold, but if, yeah. you know, if you're and a I customer for that. a long time. I said, I've been it. a customer for 30 plus years. I said, you're treating me like dirt, but if I'm brand new, you'll do everything you can to keep my business. Well, you've already been a customer. Or blah blah blah. So I think what I'm also going to look into is if I cancel, how long do I have to be gone before they will let me have one of these packages? Yeah, and I'd find so out. If well, they can you just put six, it in a different name, could you put it in your husband's name and just have no, you sign it's on the same address? Second? It's the same address. Well, oh. And I don't know. I don't know how are they how oh. they are now, but several years ago on this. Uh, Cord Killers podcast. They did. They had what they called the Chicken Challenge. Call up mm-hmm. a cable company and threaten to uh, cancel their service, and then see see if they'll offer you a deal. Oh, um, I know people that do that every year. Yeah. Spectrum, every year. Spectrum won't do that. In fact, that, yeah, they that's won't. what Lisa was saying. They, they won't was, haggle with you. It was today. I got a direct message from Spectrum saying. Um, you interacted with one of our with one of our people. Can you please fill out this survey? I'm like, okay, of course I will. I'll fill out your freaking survey. And, I, and then it said, you know, like on a scale of one to ten, from being dissatisfied to satisfied. I gave everybody, I gave them all a one. Very dissatisfied. They're like, could you please explain? Oh, I explained. And they just, oh, thank you so much, because they basically, I swear to God, they basically said to me, nope, we can't help you. Have a nice day. Goodbye. That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So whereas with with Time Warner, when I said I think I'm going to be leaving, oh, let me keep you to re- let me call let me transfer you to the retention department. Okay, mm, well, yeah, we can cut your bill department. by ten dollars, and we can give you you know all these different stars and Showtime and blah blah. blah. Uh, okay, okay, I'll stay. You yeah. know, and you have to do that. I mean, I just did that with Sirius XM to too. Like, hey, I'm not paying the money. I said you just sent me a new bill. I'm not paying it. What are you going to do for me? They they basically put the bill in half. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So you have to you have to call them. Except Spectrum won't. It's like this is my price. Take it or leave it. It's like, well, guess. And I told them that. I said you have people leaving you by the droves. What are you going to do about it? Well, and the thing that I don't like is because when we got our uh, the Directv, we they had three three uh, three free months of Showtime, and I forget what all it was. And the time was up, so I had to call up. And I couldn't just go on the website and cancel. I had to call them up and cancel. And then they're giving me the song. Be transferred. Well, no, I wasn't transferred, but it was like, well, we can give you this deal. And I said, no, we really don't. Well, we can give you this. No, I just really want to cancel. But Um, at least they offered you something something that if it was a service that you liked, you could go, well, for that much money, it's worth it to me. With Spectrum, it's like, it's basically... You're just a number, and if I don't get the money from you, I'm going to get the money from someone else. Well, New York State has been having a battle with Spectrum. Um, There's, it's been a long battle. Um, But everybody switched to Spectrum from. I didn't have a choice. They bought. They bought Time Warner. Oh. Spectrum bought. (coughs) Excuse me. You got migrated. Uh, I think it. They bought Charter, Bright New House, which is Florida, and Time Warner. So if you were on any of those services, you now have Spectrum. So they're a monopoly now. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we'll see because our deal is up in I think October or November. I forget when we got our uh, new iPhones, and we'll see what they will do. 
uh, if they're going to offer us another deal. You know, if we don't get a deal that we'll like, we'll say, well, just take out the dish and, you know, we'll probably go back to cord cutting. Um, like I say, we'll just have to see. We've got a few options. Um, uh, we can go back for our Internet. We can go back to the local uh, co-op here and get it. So we have some different options. But, uh, uh, yeah, we'll just see. And like I say, it's... You know, not the way it used to be, where you always got cable, and that was your choice. Now there's lots of choices out there, and it gets really mind-numbing sometimes and really confusing. Mm-hmm. But uh, you just kind of got to, you know, figure out what you want and, and go from there. And so, uh, But like I say, we'll put all this stuff in the show notes, and uh, hopefully it'll help you guys if, you know, you're on the fence about what you want to do on some of this stuff. But Yeah, so. and if any of you have recommendations, you know, please yep. get in touch with us. Yep, because uh, I'm always anxious to hear this. Because I every stupid thing that comes out, like I say, title is now part of. Uh, is working with Plex. Hey, I'll try it for 30 days. I just have to remember to discontinue it because, like I say, I don't think it's gonna. It hasn't impressed me, and to kick out any of my other services. But anyway, uh, so now let's move on to our our picks. This time we went low ball. We went like one to ten dollars, uh, and I still think we got some interesting. Pick so why don't we start with uh, uh, Melissa? What's uh, oh yeah, and yours is uh, inspired <laughs> I stole by it a, from you. <laughs> yeah, a Twitter post that I had. So yes, go ahead and tell everybody what it is. <laughs> I, I had to take this, so thank you for letting me have this one. Sure, it's called Da Bomb F Bomb. It's, it's a stupid title for it. It's by Da Bomb. It's called the F Bomb. It's it's a purple lavender. And I'm going to say this is a bath bomb. So it's one. It's like a, a sphere. And it's probably baking soda and stuff. And, and it's purple. And it's got lavender essential oils in it. And you stick it in your bathtub and it fizzes. So it's, a, it's an anti-stress bomb. And I need like a uh, metric ton of those. because yeah. uh, <laughs> like, like the old Colbins just shovel it into Mike's house and just yeah. like fills house. Did you read further down? It says there's a surprise inside. Oh, yeah? Oh, no, I didn't. As long as it's not an animal, that would be fine. <laughs> and you're right. It's baking soda, citric acid, fragrance, pigment. And they have all, the, all these different colors and flavors and stuff. I, I appreciate the purple one because everybody knows I like purple. Okay. And did, it's a lavender scent. Did you read this? Oh, there's this? a galaxy. Did, uh, down here it says, created by a pair of teenage sisterpreneurs. Oh, that's cool. Sister entrepreneurs, I'm guessing they just made up a new word. Uh, uh, handmade in the U.S. using just a few simple ingredients. So, uh, okay, well, you're supporting. I thought it was the surprises from the commenters. I don't know if I should spoil it or not. The commenters, I those comments scare me sometimes. But uh, I know. Well, at least on Amazon, some of them are pretty hilarious. But okay, so I'll basically say it's like a fortune cookie. Sure. Okay. There we go. Yeah, I see that down there. So yeah, that's uh, you know, so that's the stress with. So now, Lisa, what is it that you have? Well, I have two. One of which was inspired by you, Mike. Ah. Uh, this one's from Think Geek, and it's called Number Two Scented Toilet Bombs. <laughs> A bird in the hand is worth two in the flush. <laughs> so, so yeah. This is- this is our new potpourri. Uh, potpourri. Potpourri. That's exactly what I was thinking. They look like these are like little bluish green. They look like little turds. <laughs> oh my god! They have different flavors or different scents, and there's a dinosaur dung scent. Oh my yeah. god! Oh yeah. that, because, that is going in my kid's stocking stuffers next year. Because, as I said earlier, <laughs> we are ten-year-old boys. Yep. Uh, 
<laughs> yep, let's see. Um, let's Geo see. You know, yeah, it says you go see man about a dog. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is this sent a set of soap poop? A set of six dissolving scented bobs keeping your toilet smelling fresh with a green tea fragrance. Oh, my God. Plop the, mm. plop the pack on the back of your toilet before a party for considerate guests or carry one with you to make that perfect lasting impression. <laughs> okay. And those are $9.99. And the other thing I had chosen was also $9.99 a month. And this is a loot crate. And these are loot socks. They're $9.99 a month, including shipping. And this month's feature is Star Trek socks and Rick and Morty socks. Ooh. That's funny. Yeah, so these are just different funky kind of socks that you can get. Uh, they're based on TV shows, video games, comics, movies. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, this so would not, unfortunately, that. work in Arizona where the state shoe is the flip-flop. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. But if they made flip-flops, then, you know, hey. Yeah, but these are like kind of funky looking socks. You get two pair for $10 a month, including shipping. And then they have other stuff on this. It's called loot wear. They have underwear, T-shirts, wearables, which, of course, are more money. But, you know, this fit into our $1 to $10. The one that they're showing that's the Star Trek version, it has like the food service codes and things. And it made me think of what we were talking about with all the TV lineups and channels. They should make a sock for you, Lisa, that has all the channel listings on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. That would Wouldn't be, that be funny? That would be that'd be wild. So, uh, and then my pick kind of reflects the kind of weather that we're having now. Um, I just uh, hand warmers. I mean, that's all I can think about right now. I was trying to keep mm-hmm. my hands warm, and these are they're marked down, but they're five ninety five, and you get uh, ten of them. Now is that ten pairs? Is that I think you get five pair. You get a total of ten. Five packs, um, two, warm, five two packs, warmers. Two warmers. Pack. Yep. Okay, so um, yeah, uh, are these the kind I, where you 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 break it in half and you shake it like a glow stick? Well, you uh, no, it's more like you open it up. It's in an airtight package and you shake it. It's chemically <laughs> activated in kind of a porous pouch. I've got some at work. Well, because uh, I had posted oh, a few weeks ago now, I had, there were some that my son had bought when he was working construction before he got his IT job. And so he worked a year on construction, so he bought all these things. And so some of them were dated uh, 2012. Um, Some, I think, were even older than that. So some of them were duds. They actually have an Mm. expiration date on them. Um, So, uh, But he gave them to me to use up, and so some of them are, like I say, six, eight years old, somewhere in there. Um, And some of them work, some of them don't. But like I say, the the price is right because he gave them to me. But uh, they do help some. Uh, keep Do you stick them inside your gloves? Yeah, I, I wear mittens when I'm out blowing snow at school, so it does help. But it doesn't do a lot for my thumb because that's off by itself. Uh, but it, it will help with the rest of the fingers, help stave off, you know, um, frostbite a little bit anyway. It help, helps keep them warm. I can stay out a little bit longer trying to move snow. But, um, yeah, it's just like I said, that's inspired by the weather. Maybe if we were doing this in summer, it might be... I don't know, a six-pack of pop or something. Who knows? But, uh, so, uh, okay, well, that's our, our picks, and that's our show. And, uh, you know, I guess we'll wrap things up here by uh, uh, outtroducing ourselves. So why don't we start with uh, Elisa? Where can people find you if they want to know more about you? You can either go to Twitter at SenseiDai, or you can go to 3GeekyLadies.com with the number three spelled out, which is the podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes. 
And uh, Melissa, where can people uh, find you if they want to know more? You can find me online all over at the Mac Mommy. And I can be found on Twitter at uh, DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at uh, about.me slash Mike McPeak, that's M-C-P-E-E-K. Um, and if you want to know, um, and if you want to find out more about the show, head over to geekyshowever.com. Reviews and comments on iTunes are always welcome, and we thank everyone that does that. We hope you've enjoyed this show as much as we have, and don't forget between now and next week to hug a geek. I'm Bart Bouchard, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie.